This is the Must Listen Form Hour. This is the Melbourne Racing Panel. Looking at the New Year's Day meeting at Flemington, the traditional meeting with the Baggett and the Chester Manifold. Today's features, and Dino, we're also racing at Burrumbeat today, Mornington, and plenty of other places around the state. The traditional Hanging Rock meeting. I know the Burrumbeat meeting is very close to, to your heart, and it'll be a terrific day at Burrumbeat today. Certainly will, Warren. I've done a few of uh, all of those venues and uh, used to be packing and picnics back in the day as well. So there's always been a lot of uh, activities uh, racing-wise on New Year's Day, but uh, I never thought I'd see the day that Burrumbeat had have more races on New Year's Day than uh, Flemington. But this year, nine on the on the card. Uh, terrific for the club and uh, I'm sure the uh, patrons will be well and truly entertained. It's a great day. It'll get coverage on racing.com this afternoon too with the uh, the postponement of a meeting in South Australia. So Burrumbeat getting some really good coverage on, on racing.com as well as Sky Channel today, Dino. That'll be great for the club. It will be. Uh, it's sort of, uh, it's funny about those sort of meetings, the, the non-tab, there's a bit of mystique about them and now get, everyone gets to see them. But uh, as you said, great for the club, be great turnover. Be, uh, you know, it'll be uh, the best they've ever had. So uh, looking forward to seeing it all unfold on .com this afternoon. Race three, a benchmark 70 for the Phillies and Mares, an intriguing race. Scratching is number 11 on Tremay. Can we get a lead from the market here with some promising, well-performed horses here, Jamie? Yeah, we can, uh, Warren. There's some support coming through for one horse in particular, and as a result, we now have equal $3.50 favourites. So one of those is the one in Belarusian. She's been drifting because the equal favourite in Road to Arataki has been very well backed. We've also seen some support come through for the six in No Secret, currently at $14. The eight, Jennifer Wish, at $8.50, has also seen a bit of a dabble, and the 12, Shuffle Dancer, has also seen quite a bit of support to today in particular, but... It's definitely all coming through for Road to Arataki at $3.50. Not sure if the speed's that clearly defined. Little Miss Goodsey, you would think, would, would hold a spot from nearer that where she's drawn barrier two. And out wider, I thought Jennifer Wish might be one that could perhaps push forward with not a lot of obvious speed in the race. I thought they were the two that might end up potentially controlling the tempo. And Jamie Carr going aboard the, uh, the well-backed Road to Arataki... Tricky draw, according to Matty Williams. Jamie Carr's probably as good as any at finding a, a slightly better spot with a horse that doesn't look to have a lot of early tactical speed. Terrific race with, I think, three key winning hopes. And I'm leaning right to Arataki, who will need some luck from that draw and potentially need to, to settle into a more forward position. But I think she'll love, love the, the run in here at Flemington with a couple of runs under the belt. She's got a terrific winning chance, as does number one, Ballet Rich, coming through the same form line. And she got the decent bump two or 300 metres out behind Life Lessons. That form's held up well with Life Lessons running well at stakes level subsequently. So I think that's the preeminent form line. Four ahead of one for me. 12 Shuffle Dancer looks progressive. She was only a maiden last start, so she rises in grade, but she was well back to beat the short price favourite Rackerman. She got into a good spot and she just dominated that race late from an inside draw. She might just sit behind that speed and, and watch it all unfold and, and have a hard late crack at them. Dino said the Moody Stable set for another good day, you would think. I put eight Jennifer Wish in, who comes through a race that was slowly run last start. Maybe that didn't suit her as well as it could. Ben Mallon might be proactive here and get into a, a position where he might be more controlling the race than, than having it happen around Jennifer Wish. 4-1, 12-8 for me in a race I'm really looking forward to. Dino, how do you see the third? Yeah, it's an interesting race, Warren, and you've identified uh, the, uh, you know, the 
inconclusive speed map. But I'm hoping that uh, Dan Stackhouse is proactive on Shuffle Dancer and uh, uses Barrier 1 to advantage. And from there, uh, gets a pretty good run, whether a couple go round him or if he just takes it up himself. I think she's got a great chance here, Shuffle Dancer. And with a bit of a weight advantage over some of these mares that are close to having hit their mark, on with her to beat uh, Five Charming Die, the other three-year-old filly. She was just never in the right spot two starts back and then last start, conversely, absolutely in the right spot. And when the run came, she sprinted down well. Gets a similar scenario here. I think she probably lands maybe 1-1 or just behind the speed, however it works out. And I think she'll run very well. Uh, the talented mares rode to Arataki, as you said, lack, uh, lacks a little bit of tactical speed, but she can land even in front of three or four here. That would make it a bit easier for her. And Ballet Riche, it's got a tricky draw to overcome, but former round is very good and uh, she can run well again. But uh, I'm going with the three-year-old fillies here, Warren, 12 and 5, 12, 5, 4 and 1. How are you seeing the third, Gator? Yeah, look, I concede there are some, um, you know, some uh, hurdles uh, for the top two in the market. Um, but I, I just kept coming back to that life lessons form, and uh, obviously subsequently testing Nugget in fast time. Uh, Lent to road to Arataki, who flew home fresher in the valley than that big finale hillside, uh, and we've touched on the life lessons form there, so. Doesn't that way over Ballot Rich, who was squeezed up straightening in in that same race. Still found the line well. They were both terrific. Um, and prior to that, she was very good also. Beat a couple of subsequent impressive city winners home. Uh, Shuffle Dance, it was a nice break to win. 1,400 Lakeside, beating Rackham, had a bit of time for. Uh, she beat him three lengths as well. Time well above average. And Jennifer uh, uh, Wish uh, had next best, 4 one, 12 and 8 Four one twelve and eight from Gator in the third race on the card at Flemington on New Year's Day. Dean Lester with twelve five four and one. I'm a carbon copy of Gator. Four one twelve and eight for me. Gator and I with rate to Arataki on top. Dean Lester with number twelve shuffled answer, a three year old filly from the Peter Moody stable. Race four's down the straight, eleven hundred metres a benchmark seventy eight. Scratchings are numbers three, six, seven, and number 12. Dazzling Lucy, who was able to win the last at the Valley yesterday. What's the market looking like here, Jamie? So, Warren, we have factored in 26 worth of deductions for Vermentino coming out of this race. So there's really only two horses that have seen support. So we'll start with the one in Zorro's Dream at $12. The four stripped back at $4.20 has seen a little bit of interest, but not as much as the two I'm about to mention. So the eight Jungle Gym has had a bit of interest at the place price of $3. The favourite is Sai, the nine, which is the second best backed runner in this race because the best backed is the 10 in Pro Piece who's at $4.80. And there's not much separating those two, the 9 and the 10, but at this stage, the support is coming through for the 10. How do you see them running down the straight here, Dino? Uh, Warren, I thought that uh, Jungle Jim would probably lead well in sight, Sandy Prince maybe, but uh, Jungle Jim is a sharp horse, leads at a good tempo in most of his races, and uh, I think he'll uh, take up the running. How are you playing this race? I really like the first up win of Stripback at Warrnambool. Uh, he uh, did find the right part of the track that day, but gee, he had that race won a long way out. And he's quite a progressive horse. He's been very patiently handled by Lindsay Smith, but he's won four of eight with two other placings. And uh, I think kept on the fresh side might be best for him. And I'm going to go with him to beat uh, number 10, Pro Peace. Uh, well, he probably... Uh, 
Well, he should have won, I think, uh, at Sandown uh, first up, uh, coming back from Hong Kong. And, of course, uh, in an earlier life, uh, he uh, won here at Flemington uh, when he was known as I Love Myself. He won the Festival Stakes, beating River Knight and Time is Precious, and then ran in a uh, lead-up to the Golden Slipper behind Prague. So he's got good credentials down the straight, and he's got good credentials form-wise, and his first-up run showed that he's back to that sort of form. And I think this time he has the barrier draw advantage over Cy. Cy was very good steaming down the outside to win. Hasn't got that luxury down the straight drawn to the inside, but uh, she's obviously a talented mare for this grade. And I put in Sandy Prince, who I think he'll just stalk the speed. Uh, scratch from yesterday, I think he can run a competitive race fresh. But I uh, thought Strip Back would run very well. Pro piece the danger. 310, uh, sorry, 410, 9 and 5. Yeah, you're seeing this race down the straight, Gator? Yeah, look, I've, I've had a, uh, a few little issues with it. Um, my first thought was, look, I thought size win was, was outstanding. Uh, the way um, quickened and put that race away uh, was impressive. You know, to my eye, I thought Propice had a bit of galloping room, but just couldn't quicken anywhere near as well as Sai. But its advantage, Propice, this time, as Dino's reference, given the barrier draw, I think the extra 100 metres uh, and the weight advantage. So they're the factors that um, tell me uh, this horse can at least get closer, if not, well, hopefully turn the tables on Sai. Um, now, we do have Jamie Carter offset gate one up the straight, uh, but they're not really winning with those inside draws up the straight at the moment. Uh, stripped back, sat back fresh, one running away. It was a terrific win. 33 flat, last 600, and uh, strong overall time reads well. Um, those late figures were the best of the day, in fact. And Sandy Prince has jumped out well. Uh, competitive and talented horse. 10, 9, 4, 5 for me. We're working around the, the same horses here. 10, 9, 4, and 5 for Gator. Four, ten, nine, and five for Dino. I love that win of Strip Back first up, and Lindsay Smith down there for the Jericho meeting was of the opinion that Strip Back was a little bit underdone going into that race. He's had a nice tick over jump out since, kept on the fresh side where he performed so well at Warrnambool. I'm with four Strip Back to to win again in a race where I do think that the form through Pro Peace and Sai can be to the four also. I think they're the key winning hopes. Ten Pro Peace. Probably held up a, a touch, should have finished a bit closer to Sai. The boys of Outline gets the better of the barrier draw here and the previous experience down the straight will stand him in good stead. Sai's got to overcome the, the inside draw, but has Jamie Carr to do that? And she's got the ability to sprint quickly when she's coiled up and let go. And like the way Sandy Prince is progressing from the jump outs, Lindsay Park electing to, to run here rather than the Valley yesterday. He's only won at 1,200 metres, but 1,100 down the straight. He looks to be nice and sharp in the jump outs. I think it's a good option for him to kick off this preparation. Four, ten, nine, and 5 for me in race 4 on the card. Race five's over the 1,700 metres. It's a benchmark 70. Seen as Express, number one, who ran at the Bool yesterday, and number five, Rambler Rebel, who went round at the Valley. Are the scratchings? What's the market look like here, Jamie? Well, Warren, there's really not much activity going on in this race. So the favourite is the three and Hasseltoff currently at $4.40 and is pretty friendless in the market at this stage. The eight, I'm a Shelby at $5.50, has had a tiny bit of interest. The same with the nine and Oceanography at $6. The 11 in Nabu Star at $10 has seen a bit of interest more so at the each way option and $2.90 the place. But the best backed runner in this race is the 13 in Rajneesh at $6. Probably a bit of speed coming out with Rambler Rebel being scratched. Gator, how do you think they might run along in the first leg of the quaddy? Yeah, still looks 
solid tempo. Uh, look, I'm a Shelby and oceanographer. Obviously settled one too at their last start, and they set a strong speed that day. So if you add in Rajneesh, I think uh, there's at least potential uh, for above, you know, well above average benchmark 70, you know, relative to that class uh, tempo. Tips-wise, I'm going to go with Accused, who's obviously two for two this prep, and, and did beat Hasseltoff clearly at Geelong, despite jumping 14 to 1,700. Uh, said runner-up, then came to Flemington and won well. This is a horse actually meets him a kilo better for beating him. I'm a Shelby, no luck two runs ago, and then and that was a good form race. Then a strong, uh, tough win, Lakeside, a bit too strong for Oceanographer, who may have a bit more upside in the prep, so I'm not sure there's much between them. And Hasseltoff, uh, yeah, was was much better last time. Getting to Flemington with those gear changes was the key. The confrontational has a chance as well. Seven, eight, nine, three for me. Seven, eight, nine, and three from Gator. Dina, how are you playing the first leg of the quaddy? Yeah, I think it's a pretty tricky race, Warren. I've gone with the same horse, though, in the queues. Uh, he was very good at Geelong, and uh, just hope he can hold a little bit of a spot from Barrier 1, uh, it, because it would be a very tricky map if he ends up five back or so the fence. But uh, on the strength of that last start win, he's got the ability to win again. I'm going with him. I'm trusting that form line through Hasseltoff, who... Uh, did sprint hard to win last time out. They didn't go that hard, and he, he really wound up and did a good job to win. Nabu Star had no chance the way the race was run first up. It was a total forgive. He'll be fitter. He's drawn a good gate. He could be an improver at a price. And Oceanography, uh, who is going to roll forward from a wide draw. I think the three outside gates probably hold the key to the speed, and uh, Oceanography will give a good sight up on the pace. But uh, be loading this leg of the quaddy up, Warren. 7, 3, 11, and 9. I'm also loading up the, this leg of the quaddy. David Gately's numbers 7, 8, 9, and 3. Dino with 7, 3, 11, and 9. I'm including the one that Dino mentioned at odds here, number 11, Nabu Star. Love the look of him in the mounting yard going into that first up run. It was a slowly run race. He ran as well as he could. More reasonable tempo here, I would suggest, and the fact that he's fitter and up in distance. At odds, I think he might be there to run well. Number 11, Nabu Star. Header 7, Accuse, who's racing in terrific form this preparation. He was able to get the better of Hasseltoff. The last time they met, Hasseltoff then had the blinkers on, went to Flemington and won. So I think they're, they're both key chances. 11 ahead of 7 and 3 for me. And then trying to split numbers 8 and 9. I'm a Shelby in Oceanography. I put number 8 I'm a Shelby in it as the best of those, but there won't be a lot between them, and they both go in the quaddy. 11, 7, 3, and 8 for me in race 5, the first leg of the quaddy at Flemington. We'll be back with the remaining legs, the boys' best bets and quaddy plays after this break.